Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, a.k.a. Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host, Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Hey, Super E, go on, my friend. Hello, hello. Happy New Year. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you as well. Welcome, everybody, to Season 3, Episode 1 of the Two Wealth Show. Yay! As you notice, we have a little bit of a twist going on. We're just using it as a different platform. We're kind of upgrading ourselves, Elizabeth, every year. Just a little bit. We want to stay on top of technology and have some cool things, you know, for us to play with. So uh hope hope you enjoy our little a little uh treat here today and uh we're gonna have this going forward. So how have you been, Miss Elizabeth, aka Elizabeth Mayor Sickles? <laughs> I've been good. Just ready for the new year, get going on all the opportunities out there and have a lot of R and R. R and R, that's right. Um, that's much needed. I know we talked about that the last episode. You much needed uh step away. And so um, hope that works out for you and, and all of your team members as well. Thank you. What about yourself? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yes. Um, you know, I like I said before in a previous episode, just focusing on marketing is really what I'm looking forward towards. I noticed that I, I lagged a little bit towards the end of the year. And I just want to make sure that I just I make it one of the, the core things that I do, um, at least weekly, is to, is to focus on marketing and the messaging that I want to send out there. Cause I notice the more you do it, the better you get at it, the better you get at it, the more return you get out of it. It's all about ROI, return on investment. ROI. That's right. I don't do this for free. <clears throat> Although some days it does feel like it. <laughs> My brother says I am a for-profit organization. Which I, love. I enjoy the profit part. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So, Elizabeth, what do we have in store for today on our first episode of Season 3? Well, we want to make sure that everybody is up to par, that you've got some goals professionally, personally, you know, no matter where you are. You know, definitely 2020 was a difficult year for everybody. Um, you know, and we'll see how this year goes, but there's always an opportunity. So, you know, did you have any epiphanies? During the Christmas and New Year holiday, um, you know, are you going to be making changes, whether it's personally or professionally? Um, you know, those are really big questions. And I think people realize just how important they are, especially now after going through 2020. So, you know, the question I have for our listeners is or are what changes are you making now to make 2021 much better than 2020? 
That's right. And if they could answer us live right now, I bet they'd be saying things like, I'm, I'm doing marketing. I'm doing more marketing. I'm buying more assets. I'm looking at the bottom line, understanding my numbers. Because I think we had a couple episodes last year on uh, knowing your numbers. I bet that's what they're saying right now, Elizabeth. They're taking our advice and they're running Absolutely. with it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, too, I would say, you know, because we are, we're in the new year. So what are, what are other podcasts that you need to be listening to that maybe? So when pre-COVID, I was a huge podcast listener and then, you know, I wasn't driving as much. So I last on a lot of my podcasts and then I picked them up again in last quarter and like, I love Rich Dad, Poor Dad podcast, um, which is Robert Kiyosaki. He has a lot of really interesting people on. He has a lot of economists on as well. So, you know, what are podcasts that you also, besides ours, that you need to add to your repertoire to continue to educate yourself so that you can take advantage of what's going on? Absolutely. And um, one, one of the things that I, I do weekly is I have a networking group that I go to. It's called BNI and it's just a, we have local chapters around. And so in addition to what you're saying with podcasts um, and also you can still network people, even though you may or may not be able to be in person with people just yet. But I encourage everyone to find a networking group to be with of just other business professionals, other like-minded people. They, they don't have to be in your same uh, business, uh, you know, that you're in per se, but they can definitely help you by word of mouth. And, and there's nothing better, Elizabeth, than a warm lead or a warm referral from a word of mouth from somebody. It really does help the, the sale, if you will, of, of what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll just tell our listeners this too, um, which actually made me to get my CPA on as a guest. I have a new phenomenal CPA. I started working with her at the very end of last year. And she will absolutely blow you away. So with her knowledge and her love actually for the industry. So I'm setting up different entities and I'm using this one for this and that one for that and running disability insurance and health insurance and all kinds of things that was absolutely not happening before. So it's really, for me, it also just showed how much, how important it is to hire the right professional for whatever it is, especially for something as important as your taxes. It's huge, especially, you know, if you're investing, whether you work in corporate or you already started your own business, just making sure you have the infrastructure to take advantage of the tax laws that are on the books. Um, So we will have her as the guest. That's fantastic. We actually have quite a few really awesome guests lined up for this season this year. So I'm looking forward to the conversations we're going to have with everybody, including your, your guests for your CPA. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, part of what we're doing is just expanding everybody's mind, looking at the possibilities, you know, do you have the right CPA? Do you have the right structure? Um, You know, of course we're not CPAs or lawyers at all. (laughs) We're just, we're here for educational purposes just to help, you know, help those that want to invest and better themselves in different areas. Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely looking forward to that. All right, Elizabeth, let's, let's get into some, get in some, to some Q and a here with, with each other. Um, 
So I know that you, we had talked about our, our kind of goals or what we're starting out with going into 2021. And we kind of talked about in the last episode, kind of what we, what we think is going to happen and what we see can happen and all the, the positives that you can take from it. And so, um, like within, within the realm of real estate, let's say, what is the next thing for Ian? Cause I know you talked about getting some assets or purchasing some assets for 2021. And so are you kind of just focused on, um, doing this for like your retirement account or are you focused on like for the, for your business to start acquiring some assets as well or some more assets, I should say. Both. So on the cleaning side, so the cleaning business, which is a was totally separate company, I'm looking at purchasing a commercial building and that's that we can do, we can have um, commercial laundromat facilities. Uh-huh. Um, it, yeah, and then also I want several units so that I can have my own short-term and long-term um, units as well. So I, I'm looking very actively to find a commercial property, <laughs> you know, right now where a lot of people are running away, but there's still, there's always opportunity. And I've got some other fun stuff planned for it as well. So that's a, that's a huge, um, huge, huge goal for this year is to find the right property. Fantastic. Property. <laughs> I think this is a good year for it, Elizabeth. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> awesome. But what about yourself? Well, what I'm kind of excited of doing is what I kind of started doing at the end of last year is just is originating some more loans in our mm-hmm. in well specifically my retirement account. Um, I noticed that it it was uh, it was it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be inside my retirement account to do this stuff. And so I, I really got a process down for it. And I look forward to writing, uh, originating some more loans uh, for the real estate or the land. We bought some land before and we started selling it on seller financing and it, it worked out pretty well. We're, we're enjoying that. So that's what I look forward to um, selfishly for myself is to grow the retirement account, originate some more loans. You know, and that kind of speaks to it. So we're going to have one of my friends on who's, self-made and he's he's very very wealthy and it's so great because he and his wife they're li- so he has a mansion um but they airbnb out the top of it and they're living in the basement oh wow <laughs> like i love it because you know, like they have their goals and well, their basement is very 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 nice basement <laughs> uh, but still and I'm like, man, okay, so because I thought about selling my personal house because there's a lot of equity in it. And so when I talked with Winston, he's like, okay, well, what can you do with that money, with that equity? How much is that equity going to make you if you were to sell your property? You know, so you can always think about things like that. And I'm like, man, Winston and Christine are living in their basement. Like, I could, you know, I could live in something a little bit different and just so that I can have my retirement because I will be retiring young, even though I'm always going to work. Um, but at least I won't, you know, I just, I have that flexibility which I'm looking forward to. So you know, those are things that I hope that our listeners will be thinking about, um, you know, for their retirement, not only for now, but for their retirement as well. So I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing that. Absolutely. I can see you getting an RV or some sort of, um, external building and be on your property and just air and airbnb out your your property you know the main the main house you don't need a lot of amenities super e oh you can be a minimalist right 
Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just having fun. Just having fun. Um, but it, it does, you know, I do hope that you all are stopping and thinking because I, I mean, I've been thinking about it a long time for selling my personal property. Just, okay. you know, Winston brought up a great question. You know, so think about your assets like that. You know, what can you be doing with that money? If you have a business you're thinking about selling, well, you know, look at your money. If you do always run your numbers, right? We're huge on running yep. your numbers, but you know, what does that, what can that money make you? Or is it good having that income? Um, so there's always, always a way. That's right. And that's why we, we make the two wealth show to help figure out how you can just create more wealth for you and your family. That's one of the things that we say in the intro, right? So we, we always find a nugget or two that we can add, hopefully add value to somebody's uh, wealth creation. Absolutely. Nobody wants to work forever. No, no, nobody wants to work forever. Yeah, I always <laughs> like that slogan and I use it often. I'm like, why would you want to work for your money? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to work, have your money work for you? And then it's, sounds so simple but then you think about it and you're like yeah and then you start realizing everything you're doing which is the mindset that i had to change when i actually got into real estate you know several several years ago but it's just it's just so true it's like once you think about it, it's like why am i working so hard when i could just take this money instead of giving it to the bank and putting it in a cd or a savings account and i could just have it just start working for me and it's just so it's just so eye-opening isn't it funny how you don't realize it until you really sit back and be like, why am I doing it that way? Just because somebody has been doing it that way for 50 years doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. It's just what you've been coached on and, and ingrained really brainwashed, if you will. Now I won't go that far. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Now, um, uh, I know, I know my dad, uh, he had, uh, uh, just been putting some money in CDs, you know, for a while and stuff until, you know, he just realized like, oh yeah, I could do something else with it and make a little bit more. That doesn't make sense. And just like, yeah, you know, I've done the same thing before. I'm like, why am I doing that? Why am I so concerned putting money in an 18 month CD and making a percent and a half? I'm just going like, why am I doing that? You know, this, I mean, this is years ago, but back then I was just like, oh wow, you can make four or 5% for 18 months. Okay. That's great. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, your money's locked up for a long time, isn't it? That That's right. And, you know, too, I think we have a, a lot of uncertainty what's going to happen, you know, this year with, with everything still going on. And, um, you know, but one thing that, especially my friend Winston, like you always, you know, we mentioned earlier that you need to increase your assets. So if you have money sitting in the bank, you're losing money. Yeah. Right. Because of inflation. So it's better to, well, depending on what your situation is. But you just want to make sure that, you know, you're not too fearful of, of what's going to happen because you could miss out on all the opportunities, you know, while other people are taking advantage of it. So, um. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's one of the best things I ever did was take some real estate education classes. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, I took some classes from the gurus, we'll just say, and I didn't think it was all bogus. Uh, I thought it was very legitimate and I thought it was very eye-opening and I think I applied myself in the right way and I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I wouldn't have listened and applied those things that I learned and just understand it was really a mindset switch. It was just, you know, looking to your left when you should be looking to your right, so to speak. 
And it, it was just amazing how just a quick little mindset change really does. You, you kind of figure things out, right, Elizabeth? That's right. You just, I mean, you look at one small piece of like, yeah, why am I putting my money here when I can, when I could use it in real estate or I could, I could buy a, a du the famous life hack I love is buying the duplex, right? Is so you can live in one side, you rent out the other and whoever's renting the other side is actually paying your mortgage payment if you had a mortgage on it. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it's a simple idea, but it makes total sense. It's like, yeah, it's like, why am I not doing that? That makes total sense. Why wouldn't I want to have somebody else make my mortgage payment for me? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, some people, you know, we have a lot going on in the rental space with cancel rent and these tenant unions forming and all kinds of things. But the bottom line is, is people still need a place to live. Yes. And we still don't have enough housing for everybody. There are still jobs out there. There are still you know, new jobs coming on. So you just might have to vet, you might have to change your qualifications for a tenant. Uh, but there are, I mean, we're getting ready. We're going to have um, two properties up for lease. And actually, one of my um, one of my tenants, they're moving to North Carolina. They got a job. Um, the girl did, the lady did it. And then my other set of tenants, they're buying a house. You know, and they were great tenants. I hate to see them go, but, you know, they're both, they're bettering themselves. So, you know, there's, you know, there, there'll be other great tenants too. So, you know, don't don't get so stuck in kind of all the negativity going on because there there still is a lot of good stuff. Right, you're exactly right. <clears throat> yeah, you're not just uh, getting getting a slew of people, you know, to to be your tenants, and then you're never going to have them again. It's like this people people are born every year, right? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, people pass away every year. It's just it's just the cycle that we're in, and there's always going to be people that need to rent for many different reasons, good and maybe not just just as what it is. And people that need housing and people that need seller financing. It's just, that's always going to be there. And um, being in positions like we are, where we can provide those opportunities for people is number one, it's a great feeling is it's helping mm -hmm. our fellow uh, man or woman out. Right. And then that's number right. two, also we know how to make a business out of it and we can make it uh, growing our, our net worth really. Right. Elizabeth. That's it's not right. just about our retirement accounts. It's a generational wealth. It's about our what legacy that we leave for our children and our family members and, and it's how we build things. So, yeah, absolutely. Leaving it better than whatever we came here. That's the goal. It doesn't <laughs> seem like that all the time, but that is the goal. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, and all, <laughs> you know, I'll just say this for, you know, talking about legacy. Um, if you, so I don't have my own kids yet, but I've always had life insurance. So my debts would be paid and my family can invest very nicely with my life insurance, um, money if something were to happen to me. So especially if you do have children, I would really encourage you to have a will or have a trust. If you have a trust, it doesn't go through probate. So I'm very big on trust. Um, you know, but just make sure that you are taking care of, of all, all of your business. You know, make sure that um, Tony Heish, uh, I probably didn't say his name correctly, but um, he was the founder of Zappos. He passed away without a will. Oh. So he just passed away. Um, well, he passed away in December um, and worth millions and millions of dollars. Um, it, it makes it really tough on your family. Um so just make sure that you have all that taken care of. And I've heard some people that say, well, I want to die with zero money. 
in my account. Um, and, and everybody's certainly welcome. You know, however you want to die is however you want to die. But you know, for me, I'm going to leave a, a legacy for my family, especially for my nephews. So. Um, you know, I, I would just encourage you to make sure that you've made those decisions and make sure that you know where you want things and put it in writing and get that will or trust done also. It's very, very important for your friends and family. Absolutely. It's a it's a morbid conversation. It's not a fun conversation to have <clears throat> and it really is eye opening when you're having a conversation like that with your with your attorney. But uh, I fully agree and support what you're saying. You just it's never too early. Whenever too late to have a, a trust uh, set up for, you know, the what ifs. It's mm-hmm. better to be covered than, and for it not to happen for a long time and to take care of early. Because God forbid something happens, it's, it's over with. We have conversations with that within my kind of inner inner circle with uh, the business that I have, the real estate note business, mm-hmm. with other people in the business, and we talk about things. You know, like what happens if, um, you know, you need to step away for a little bit, what's going to happen with the business and stuff. So obviously you want a business that runs itself, but if it isn't there yet, you know, what do you do? And so figuring out backup plans for that and, uh, you know, having people in your industry that, that know how to handle things for you in in the case you have to leave, you know, the, the business for, for a extended period of time. So. Absolutely. And it is. And even in, um, 2019, um, I had went to China, and so I asked my team before, well before I went a few months in advance. You know, hey, are you would you guys be interested in taking over the business if something were to happen to me? So you know, even that I affected my trust. So that's in there as well. So it's very you know, just to your point, Justin, the succession for your business as well. You know, especially if you have teammates. I mean, my teammates are fantastic. I want to make sure they're you know, there's something for them. That, that want to stay on in the business or want to buy it to get over. Absolutely. Yeah. They're not fun conversations, but it does, it just needs to happen, right? <clears throat> just get, yeah. get it over with and get it done and get it on paper. Like you said, have it signed, notarized and held with uh, your attorney or fireproof safe. That's, that's right. And I'll just say this, so my mom's mom died when my mom was 12. So my brother and I, the whole time we were growing up, like we always had these conversations and I know some people like are probably cringing right now, but it was just how like my brother, we always knew where we were going if something you know, catastrophic happened to my parents. Um, so I just, I think it's really important, so, especially if you're married with kids or if you're not married and you have kids. <laughs> right. You still need one though. Absolutely. Still need one. And they're inexpensive. Very inexpensive to do. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's not a big absorbent cost. If it is, you may need to try to find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get, get a couple <laughs> different prices. You know, don't 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 go the, for the first person you see. I guess at least shop around. Right. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to 2021, everybody. <laughs> 2021. We're starting off with the morbid conversation. All right. <laughs> But estate planning, very, very important. So we'll, we'll categorize it as the estate planning. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Elizabeth, we're about out of time for today's episode. I'm glad that we could get into season three, episode one. I really look forward to the rest of the episodes on this season. And uh, I don't have any really closing thoughts for today. I'm just excited that we got things moving and shaking and we got a different type of environment. So those of you Please check out, if you're listening to this on a podcast audio channel, come check out the video cast on the Bright Path Notes YouTube channel or Elizabeth Mayor's YouTube channel as well. And I'm Justin Bogard from Bright Path Notes.
And I'm Elizabeth with Elizabeth Mayora. All right. Until next time, guys. See ya. Thanks, everybody. Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogart and Super E, sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show. 